Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 12th day of January. I got a really good show on tonight. Going to talk to Jim Jeffco coming up 30 minutes after the hour, uh, former Dallas Cowboy player and coach. So I'm going to ask him uh, about this Tampa game coming up, playoff game uh, with the Dallas Cowboys and see what he thinks about possibility of Mike McCarthy being fired how good is this team post Jimmy Johnson because it looks really good uh both sides of the ball I'll ask him about Dan Quinn and everything so gonna have him coming up 30 minutes after the hour also what did these playoffs mean what are storylines who could potentially be fired yes that said that who could be potentially fired after the playoff weekend I'll give you a few examples of coaches and uh, other sports who have been fired. Even after going to the postseason, we'll talk about that. Storylines to look at uh, with potential uh, teams that lose in the first round of the playoffs for underachieving. We'll give you some examples of that. Plus, um, Derek Carr, that'll be the story. Uh, he officially gave his goodbye. Uh, to the uh, to the organization, he's officially on the trade dead uh, the trade block. There's an interesting little tidbit to that. I'll get to that, but first, gonna take a minute nineteen, get my first break in, get it out of the way. We're gonna hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Got a great show. Stand by, folks. Hello, Sports Scope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. All righty then, let's talk about this Derek Carr. Okay, so now uh, Derek Carr sends out his farewell uh the Raiders have basically put it out there. He's on the trade dead block. He said, why are you talking about this now? Because the deadline for him to be trade or cut is before, thank you, Pickles, is before February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. All right? Uh, he puts out all this stuff on, uh, you know, on his social media and everything. Very good guy. You know, Derek Carr has held up this organization for a number of years. 
through, and we talked about this when this first this story first broke, uh, when he first got benched because of his injury clauses that the Raiders didn't want to take any chance. And like I said before, Mark Davis, the owner, doesn't want to be proven wrong, Pickles. He does not want to be proven wrong that he made a mistake with Josh McDaniels. Uh, and quite frankly, I think they they believe they made a mistake with Devontae Adams. But there, people don't like to admit when they're wrong. Anyways, okay, so... He has to be here. Here's the big. Here's the big catch that I found out today. I don't think I brought this up last time we talked about this, but Derek Carr has a no trade clause in his contract. So essentially, he can hold the Raiders hostage. He's played nice guy with these guys the whole time. He's played Mister Nice Guy, Mister Nice Guy. So he does not have to be traded to a deadbeat organization. So that pretty much eliminates, perhaps, maybe Ron Rivera can sell him, but I think that would eliminate a Washington commander team, in my opinion. I think that would eliminate, because of the craziness of Jim Irsay, they would have to sell him, whoever the new coach is, an Indianapolis Colts team. In my opinion, both teams need quarterbacks. Uh, I want to say it was Frank Wright, former Colts, uh, not Frank, right? It was a coach before him that got sick and is recently retired. He comes out publicly and he says that the Colts do not need to go with the veteran. They need to draft a quarterback. Now, they've got the fourth overall pick. I can see them, like we talked about the other day, possibly going after that one pick from uh, Chicago. If Chicago doesn't decide to move fields, uh but having that, having in that fourth range, they have a shot at a Will Levis. I could just see him going there, uh, the Kentucky quarterback. Whether they have to trade up uh, a spot or two, or they simply hang tight at four. You know, there's so I, my point is Derek Carr's not going there. But Woody Johnson, as soon as this story broke, by the way, Woody Johnson, the owner of the New York Jets said, I would be willing to pay big money for a veteran quarterback. That just happened to get out in the news as soon as this broke. Plus, the Jets have fired Mike LaFleur. That was another prediction that I had coming into the offseason. They fired. This happened late yesterday afternoon, early uh, last night. I missed it. I would have mentioned it. Uh, I was too busy putting together the, the, the Lamar Jackson argument, which he's come out and said, hey, listen, you know, uh, you know, he, he he's come out and said, hey, you know, I appreciate everybody's, you know, support, yada, yada, yada. But, hey, this is the MCL spring grade two. And he's doing he's kind of letting everybody know about his. Uh, but he's pretty much officially going to be out come on Baltimore next week. So, anyways, back to far or back to car here. So he he has he has a lot of leverage here, Derek Carr. You know, uh, so simply he can refuse. You know what? This will be interesting. I don't know if he's this vindictive, but the new team he he would go to if he allowed a air quote trade to happen. I'm just wondering if he would say no. I don't want to go to this team. 
uh, do not trade me this team. And then time starts to run out. That $40 million is going to become due on February 15th. Then they cut him. Then he signs with the team anyway, so the team don't have to give anything to the Raiders. He seems like a good guy. I don't think he would do something like that. I don't think he's vindictive. Like I don't think he's an Antonio Brown type of guy. Antonio Brown, there was a story at Pickles today, uh, well, uh, a few days ago, uh, that the, the mother of one of his uh, kids, uh, he was showing explicit videos to, uh, about her and making her look bad to her kids. I mean, that is Antonio Brown is just, man, I don't think Carr would do that. But anyways, okay, so you've got the Jets owner. He's already made it public. We would pay big money to a vet quarterback. Now, you, you say, well, what's the deal with the Jets? Now, the Jets have money under the, the salary cap here. You know, uh, they, they have cap money. Uh, they're a team that got about $9 million in cap room. Joe Douglas has made all the good moves and personnel-wise except for Zach Wilson. So uh, you say, what about Robert Salat? Now, for, uh, Carr, I'll say this. Derek Carr's a family guy. He's a guy I faith to, he, and he, he's not shy about it. And even though I want to say – uh, that Robert Salaf is is a uh, faith guy, but he I think he, he is a Muslim and, and Carr is a Christian. Uh, both of these guys seem to be big family guys. I think they would be a good match, but now they have fired their offensive coordinator, LaFleur. Who would you get as an offensive coordinator to work with, a, uh, with, work with the Derek Carr? So I think part of that would be into this situation. Uh, I think that... You know, I think that those conversations would be, if they're smart, the Jets are smart, that would be had between a Robert Sala and a Derek Carr. Who would you like to work with? Uh, you know, I, I think I read that Jim Caldwell, former Colts coach that I've, I've talked about, be great for a team like Tennessee. Uh, he was interviewing for a job earlier this week. So he's actually, I guess his health's back in good shape. He feels fine. He would be a good offensive coordinator. We've talked about before what he did to uh, with, with Joe Flacco when he was in a slump. And, uh, you know, a guy like Joe Flacco helped that team get to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, nine and seven, by the way, with Detroit. I want to say they actually got to the playoffs, didn't, uh, you know, working with Matt Stafford, uh, got to the Super Bowl with the Colts there. That second one, when they played the Saints, Caldwell's a good coach. Uh, Should have won that game. They, they, you know, they were basically a um, a onside kick away from losing that game. Pickle says perhaps Miami. Yeah, uh, Miami, and I'll talk about that this here in, in just a few minutes. Miami's there's a lot of wild cards in the air with Miami. Uh, Miami is one of those teams that's in the playoffs that I think massive changes could be made. Two has been ruled out. He was ruled out yesterday. Uh, the guys had a concussion. We're talking three weeks now. How how long do you have to go to concussion protocol? That is worrisome right there. That is that is a concern for a guy who uh, that is young as he is, already getting this amount of concussion. So uh, Miami... 
there's a lot in the air for Miami right now. Okay, a lot, a lot at stake. And Stephen Ross does make big moves, does like making splashes. I would not be surprised if they had a guy like a car there. Uh, McDaniel's not that bad. Uh, they can figure it out salary cap wise. Uh, pretty much, if you really want to go all in. After what I've seen the last three years with with the cap situation, actually going back about closer to four, with uh, the Saints being over just about every year, I noticed that um, I noticed that the Saints uh, been like that for years, and they still got along. They still kept on players all the way throughout Drew Brees' career because Brees he never wanted to take that cut to keep it under that 12.6. So, so they kept the good players, Cam Jordan, all those guys, uh, all those really good interior offensive linemen. They kept a lot of those players together. And the problem is that Breeze's arm wore out towards the end of the season uh, down the stretch, but they, they still, Mickey Loomis, they, he still made big moves. They still went after big name players. It can be done as far as the cap. Now you might pay for it later, what do you want to pay for? It's like a bankruptcy. You go through it real quick, and and then you just uh, you 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 have one bad year where you're going to be terrible. You you get some draft picks, you build it back up. It's not that big a deal if you want to do it. I don't think it'll be that big a deal for the Rams. Although there's reports that Sean McVay is is leaning stronger and stronger. He's going to leave one of his offensive coordinators, Sean McVay, with the Rams. He's he went to Kentucky. He went back and took the Kentucky offensive coordinator job. But anyways, um, so it, there's there's going to be a salesmanship. The Jets, the Jets look to be in that running for Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr is either trade or f- uh, free agency. We're going to know something before Valentine's Day on Derek Carr in his destination. Uh, very good guy, never complained about anything. Think about all the stuff we've talked about, the, the, their defense, uh, maybe even a Baltimore, you know. We talked about Lamar Jackson leaving, maybe a Baltimore, you know. Uh, Baltimore could use a guy like a Derek Carr. Uh, I, I, they, you know, free up some space here and there. They're very good with the cap. This guy's never had a defense. I mean, it's 30th. I read something the other day. It's 30th. Their uh their their uh, uh the Raiders defense the whole time he's been there with the Raiders. Uh their offensive line is towards the towards the end of the league. Most of those years they've had good running backs, decent running game, and it's just not worked out for the guy. I don't think he's the problem. I think the organization's a problem. There's only so much a quarterback can do and lift the organization. You know, Colin Coward mentions this all the time about there's only so many quarterbacks that can lift up a total dysfunctional organization. One's named uh, John Elway and the other one's Andrew Luck. I mean, maybe a Peyton Manning, but you're, you're talking just big, big-time guys. You know, somebody like a Brady perhaps, but – it, it, it it's not the everyday other uh, every uh, everyday quarterback or even above average air quote franchise quarterback to can do so. So keep an eye out for that. I think the Jets are going to be a strong player for Derek Carr. Colts may try to sell him also. Uh, 
there's going to be more than a few takers for Derek Carr. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Washington's going to attempt to, and if I'm Ron Rivera, I call him myself, and maybe I have Daniel Snyder with, I call him just me by myself, then maybe later with a conference call. I do something of that nature uh, to try to get that conversation with a Derek Carr. Okay. Got to get to the next topic because I know here in about 15, 20 minutes or so, less than 15 minutes, I'm going to have Jim Jeffcoat in here. Okay. Now, uh, and just to throw, uh, let me finish this up on the Jets, actually. I had some more notes. The Jets, uh, for those of you who are got, talking about the offensive line, they did lose Micaiah Becton in the preseason. Remember, he got hurt in the preseason. One of their best offensive linemen. You know, you've got Garrett Wilson on that team. Probably the rookie of the year, Corey Davis, to offset him. Brees Hall got hurt. Very good running back there. Uh, you know, so they've got some weapons there. Uh, young defense, hungry defense, energized team. So the Jets, Jets are Jets are going to be interesting. Jets are going to be interesting here. Okay, and let's see. Oh, and here's a side note. By the way, the Patriots are looking for a new offensive coordinator. It's official with that. Plus, they they offered uh, uh, they're signing up Jared Mayo, uh, giving him a new deal, so they won't let him get out of the uh, door. I guess to stay on either as assistant defensive uh, coordinator or something of that nature. Uh, I expect something with Bill O'Brien to break here in the next week or so, if not the next day with the Patriots. Okay. Now, switching gears, playoffs. Okay. What could happen in the playoffs? All right. Uh, These are games where I think a coach could be fired after the game. All right. Uh, Dallas, and I'm going I'm to ask this to Jim Jeffcoat at, at 7.30. Uh, what could happen after uh, uh, to Dallas if uh, if they lose? Well, there's a notion that Mike McCartney could be fired for defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Uh, I don't know what the hype on Dan Quinn is. He's only one game above 500. And I'll ask that to Jim as uh, Jim Jeffcoat as well. What's the hype on Dan Quinn as a head coach? Yeah, he gets the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl his second year, but the team, uh, after his second year in that Super Bowl, the team uh, uh, offensive coordinator, which was Kyle Shanahan, he goes to 49ers. They go 10 and 6 after that, nine, uh, 7 and 9, excuse me, 7 and 9, 7 and 9, below 500. Then they're like 0 and 5 or something of that nature. Then the guy gets fired. Very overrated. Don't understand that. Now, Sean Payton was an assistant head coach with Dallas. Now, he's available. Uh, He was assistant uh, head coach with Dallas back in 2003 under Bill Parcells. Jerry Jones said he wouldn't fire Mike over just one game. He would look at the body of work. Uh, Part of me believes that because, you know, he kept Jason Garrett for, uh, for eight years. So my guess is there's a good chance nothing can happen. Nothing can happen. Uh, they that this could just be hype. But I have to bring it up because there is a little bit of smoke around Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, they've already had to change defensive coordinator since McCartney's been there. 
Uh, Keelan Moore's getting uh, job offers too, by the way, their offensive coordinator. So that's one to watch. Okay. These are playoff games. Yes. And Baltimore, Cincinnati. All right. The Ravens are underdogs. Tyler Huntley, starting quarterback. He'll be starting. I've already told you, Lamar's out. A uh, lot of talk about Greg Roman not growing this offense, not growing um, this offense, meaning Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. He could get fired after this game, or or Eric DaCosta, general manager, and that whole organization could simply clean house and fire John Harbaugh. That's a story to uh, to look look at. And mind you that uh, Harbaugh admitted that he was on uh, the he was on uh, the course of being fired if it wasn't for Jackson because of Flacco was sputtering in the offense. So that's one to watch. Okay, this weekend you say, and and and, and here's one for you: Buffalo, Miami. Stephen Ross pickles. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Bills. There's been a lot of rumors that. You know, we, we talked about this the other day. Miami Miami has lost their their pick because of tampering. It was a big story out last year that they, they wanted to go after Tom Brady, who was under contract. They wanted to go after Sean Payton, who was still under contract, and put them two together. Uh, league investigated, found enough smoke with it, and they've lost a pick. So that's that. Plus, we've got the Tua. He's got another concussion. A lot of noise, a lot of smoke about that, too. Uh, they may want to get another quarterback. They may want to get another coach. Uh, Stephen Ross is a big Michigan guy. He's a Michigan alumni. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's out there. there. There's a chance that maybe he fires Mike McDaniel after one year and goes after Jim Harbaugh. Let's Jim Harbaugh find him another quarterback. Okay? Very aggressive. Uh, I don't think Jim Harbaugh and, and, and Tom Brady could work out. They would butt heads big time. But that is something to keep in mind. Derek Carr, Tom Brady to replace Tua. Yes, that is on the table. This could all happen after I expect them. Skylar Thompson is going to be playing this week for Miami. I expect Buffalo to roll them. All right. Now, okay. On the flip side, nobody's talking about this but me, but me, Sean McDermott with the Buffalo Bills. For whatever reason, if Miami knocks out Josh Allen and, and they come up with a big upset, or what if the Bills lose again in the divisional round? Since Josh Allen's came on this team, they made a big trade for Stephon Diggs. They made a huge free agent acquisition for Von Miller. Now, of course, he's hurt uh, paying guys like Roger Saffold making big moves, uh, you say, man, that's crazy. That's saying a lot. Mind you folks, the L.A. Chargers or the San Diego, then San Diego Chargers fired, they fired Marty Schottenheimer after going 14-2 and two and losing, check this out, a divisional round game to the Patriots. So it can happen, all right? Uh, here's another example. Mark Jackson, uh, he had he had the the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs, winning a playoff series. Uh, the Golden State Warriors fired him. They brought in Steve Kerr. The rest is history. What about baseball? Okay, what about baseball? 
the um, the Boston Red Sox in 2003 fired Grady Little and uh, brought in uh, brought in uh, another manager there, Terry Francona. Of course, they won the World Series the next year. They fired him. He was in the ALCS. But the way Red Sox looked at it, he held in Pedro Martinez too long. So that's three sports right there, including the NFL. Yes, nobody's talking about this because they have they're having problems running the ball. If they have, if they go out early, if a Kansas City or a Cincinnati put them out early, and uh, they're going to go after an offensive-minded head coach, and they will fire Sean McDermott, or it will be discussed. Uh, I think there is definitely a possibility that that could happen here, folks. So let's read some of this. Okay. Pickle says Dallas defense has given up a lot of points. Uh, at times, yeah. And they get beat uh, at times as well. Uh, they've made some big plays. At times, I, I, part of me thinks that this may be the best team that they've had since Jim Jeff Code had been here uh, with some of the big wins they've had, this group of guys, you know. And then other parts of me said, man, this team is so up and so down, you know. That is something to keep an eye on. Okay. But uh, – Let's see. Yeah, and, and I was going to ask him about those uh, about those interceptions with Dak Prescott, folks. So, anyways, yeah, a lot of stuff can happen here. Uh, Pickles says that Lamar and Harbaugh may both leave the Ravens. Yeah, that is a possibility. Uh, I can see. That, uh, you know, Harbaugh has been there, I want to say, over 15 years. He's one of the highest tenured coaches in the league with one team, with one team. Uh, now, remember, Andy Reid was fired from the Eagles, you know. Uh, Andy Reid was fired from the Eagles. Bill Belichick was fired from the uh, Cleveland Browns, essentially. You know, whether you want to say mutually agreed to part waves or not, uh, I want to say he's been over there over – with this team over 15 years, uh, John Harbaugh, he's up there with Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick as far as – I think Belichick obviously is the longest tenure coach with one team. Uh, and, and then – so I think – I want to say it's Belichick's number one. I'm, I'm for certain that's over 20 years. Tomlin's number two, and then Harbaugh's number three. Everybody else is it, – it, it, it's, you know – there's been a lot more turnover in other places around the league. I mean, practically seven to eight to ten coaches turnover every single year in this league. You know, that's what makes what Pittsburgh does so interesting. Uh, another 500 season by Mike Tomlin. You know, uh, the guy's never been below 500 his whole career, and, and the, you know they they are trending upward now. Looks like Kenny Pickett can play. They've got that extra uh, second rounder for Chase Claypool. I noticed they started playing better after he was traded, by the way. Didn't you guys notice that? Deontay Johnson started playing better. George Pickens started getting involved more. Uh, Firemove, the uh, the tight end. They have a way of picking tight ends, wide receivers, you know. 
But a lot of this league, there's turnover. There's there's coaches that are fired after playoff wins and losses. Uh, look look what happened with Jim Harbaugh. This guy goes to the Super Bowl, and he just uh, a year or so later, he's gone. He wears thin on manager. A lot of times, it's not performance; it's this disagreement. Uh, look at uh, Jimmy, um, yeah, Jimmy Johnson here. I mean, this guy was at his pinnacle, and he couldn't get along with the owner. A lot of times, it's uh, who, who's going to get most of the most of the praise, you know. So, anyways, uh, we got about two minutes here. Hopefully, Jim Jeff Cole will be in. I was going to ask him a few things here. Uh, got about four or five questions to get to him. But, yeah, yeah, uh, Jared Mayo, excellent talent. Yeah, Mayo, I'm surprised that he even took that offer by the – the. Uh, uh, yeah, Pickle says there's power struggles in the NFL, a lot of egos. Uh, you know, Mark Schler, a former NFL player, he says, if you think – he says this all the time. Uh, used to play – he play, he won two Super Bowls with the uh, w- with the Denver Broncos with John Elway, and he also won – he also won a Super Bowl, uh, Mark Schlereff, former offensive line NFL, with, with the Washington then Redskins. Got three rings. He says, you think the egos are big on the field? Look upstairs. Those egos, those egos are even bigger. Those guys think they can do anything. You know, they got an even bigger ego. You know, so uh, he says that all the time. Guys got a lot of conviction when it comes to stuff like that. So anyways, but, uh, you know, it, it just is what it is. Uh, do I feel bad? Yeah. But then again, hey, look, these guys, they're making a lot of money. I mean, it's not just a few hundred thousand dollars. I mean, the, the coaches now, uh, again, there's rumors out there that that the, the Walmart people won't own Denver. They're going to set the new market, man. I mean, we're, we're talking $20 million a year for uh, Jim Harbaugh, perhaps, in which he supposedly talked to Denver. But hadn't you guys noticed? Oh, oh, by the way, I forgot one. Uh, Brandon Staley, Brandon Staley uh, with the L.A. Chargers. Hadn't you guys noticed that how come Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton haven't taken a job yet? Well, maybe because both of them are waiting for perhaps that Charger job to come up. And what if the Chargers are one and done? I'm leaning towards picking. I'm leaning towards picking that Jacksonville team to knock them out in the first round. They are loaded with talent, folks. That Charger team uh, loaded with a lot of talent there. Uh, What if they're one and done? And then you got a guy like Sean Payton right there. Uh, You got a guy like Sean Payton there just sitting there in the, you know, this could be a Mark Jackson move. This is as far as this young guy can take us. Let's go out and get a star here. Let's get somebody that we know that's more established. Go out and get a uh, go out and get a get a Sean Payton or or Jim Harbaugh, somebody like that. Sean Payton would be ideal for that. Uh, he would make them competitive. My guess is with with uh, guys like Joey Bosa and Derwin James, guys like Joey Bosa and, and Derwin James with that roster. Uh, that left tackle there at Slater, who, by the way, he may come back next week if the Chargers win uh, Saturday night. Uh, you know, you look at their uh, their cornerbacks. They've got cornerbacks, pass rushers. 
uh, offensive line. They've got the quarterback and good receiving core, although Mike Williams, not sure if he's going to play this weekend. But, you know, uh, good tight end. I mean, they got what it takes. The only thing they need is a guy to stir the car. You know, they got the car, you know. Uh, in racing, I guess that would say you've got the, you got the driver, you've got the car. Uh, Pickles, I guess that would just mean the, the crew chief, right? You just need the crew chief, and that crew chief would be, be a Sean Payton, perhaps, or a Harbaugh. Ideally, it'd be, Sean Payton would be better for that, Diego. But now, mind you, Sean Payton still, he's still, plus Brady's playing, right? Brady's still playing, so what's going to happen after that game? You know, there's a lot of rumors Brady's done with Tampa. He's done with Tampa, okay? Is he going to go and do something with Miami with that receiving core? Is he going to do do something, or is he going to try the, the the Saints thing? Is he going to do something with the Saints? But, you know, I don't know about, you know, Brady going to the Saints. I mean, that he's going to get booed like nobody's business because that's the same division. He's going to end up torching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it's 7.33. Let me look and see if Jim has got my email. I'm pretty sure I sent it. I guess he'll, he said he'll pop up here anytime. And I uh, have to double check and make sure. Andre Gibson. Yeah, Andre says he wants to play for a contender. Uh, yeah, and here's the thing, though, you know, the Tennessee Titans, they're right here in Nashville. Vrabel's good friends with him. Uh, the good thing about Brady in his situation right now, folks, is the fact that uh, he is uh, Tom Brady. There, there, there's no strings attached to him. Now, Sean Payton, this is what people are not saying. We're talking first-round pick. If Sean Payton leaves, he's still under contract. He's still under contract with, with the New Orleans Saints. I want to say that was given up for Bill Belichick. Uh, more than first-round pick and millions of dollars for John Gruden to leave the then Raiders, remember that, to go to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, it worked out. Hey, they got a ring out of it. But to, to do Brady, it's no big deal. To do Jim Harbaugh, he's in college. Harbaugh still feels slighted because uh, Michigan hasn't gave him back the money after he's beat Ohio State twice. He feels slighted by that. I think Michigan will give him a raise if he decides to turn down the NFL guys. Brady would be free as a bird this year, Pickle says. Yeah, free as a bird. And he could go back to New England. Yeah, plus New England. There, there's news that broke today, Andre, that New England, they will get um, New England. Uh, they're looking for a new offensive coordinator. Of course, that was stupid to put a, de a lifelong defensive guy, Matt Patricia, as your offensive coordinator. Uh, Belichick realized that, and he is um, he's on that. The, the rumor is he's he, they're going to go back to Bill O'Brien. But Nick or Bill Belichick don't want to take off Nick Saban because there's a thing about, you know, he wants to make sure Nick Saban, because they're really good friends, and, and there was a documentary on these two guys. And he didn't like when uh, a person stripped his staff 
to build up a new staff. Uh, like if one of his, and he was talking about Kirby Smart. There was a documentary a few years ago done about the two legends. Uh, I think it was like a 30 for 30, right? It might've been on HBO, but it was Saban and Belichick, you know, the best in college and the best in NFL. And Nick Saban was bad hinting around, really referring to Kirby Smart, taking part of his staff when he got a job with the uh, Georgia. And Belichick, yes, I understand. Well, now Belichick needs Bill O'Brien back. And I wonder if Nick Saban's still looking for an offensive coordinator to replace O'Brien. If that don't happen, the Patriots will hire another uh, offensive coordinator. That came out today, that they are officially looking for an offensive coordinator. And I hope that uh, – let me make sure Jim is up here. I'm going to have to restart this thing and see if he has got my email. Maybe something he, – he was coming back from a meeting. I originally asked him to come at 7.15. He said he'd come at 7.30. So uh, he, he works in the um, – Jim Jeffco, former Dallas Cowboy, the in health insurance field. He, he may have had something come up late tonight. I'm restarting my phone, see if I may have gotten another email from him, and we'll see how it plays out. Not unless he pops up on the screen. If not, we will. Um, I will talk to you guys about the questions that I was going to ask him. You know, let's see if he pops up here. To make sure that he see if he got my got my link here since we're doing this all in the um, okay. Well, stand by, folks. Be back here in a minute nineteen. Hello, Sportscope followers. After five years of doing this program once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Right now I'm live here with Jim Jeffco. Hey, man. What's up, Robert? How are you doing this evening? Hey, man, I'm good. Good, good to see you. Hey, um, you know... Just trying to hit in the ground running. Big game this week, Monday night. I'm not used to this, by the way. Monday night playoff games. I don't. What is your dip? Did, did you ever like playing games like this? Did, did, do you like this whole Monday night playoff thing? I never played a Monday night playoff game. I'm not okay. fond of it. Let's just say Saturday or Sunday, but Monday night. 
it gives you a shorter time to prepare for your next game. If yeah. uh, unless they're going to play that on Monday too. Yeah, and there's a lot of distractions this week in Dallas land. I was reading that Keelan Moore, your offensive coordinator down there, and I'm going to let the audience know. So you still work with the team. You're kind of like a greeter for day games, right? Yes, for home yes. Games? yes. I do some work in the uh, suites. And in the suites, and you still kind of got an ear for what's going on. Yes, yes. Kellen Moore is uh, – I don't think he interviewed this week, but he is going to interview with Carolina. So, yeah. And it, it might be a good move for him. It might be a good move because if you stay somewhere, especially in coaching, too long, yeah, then it gets old. Yeah. What's your what's your thoughts on this youth movement the last few years? Uh with coaches getting hired so young in the NFL. Uh, it's the really the Madden era. <laughs> the Madden game because they're <laughs> In the analytics and things like that, it's a lot of technology and a lot of these coaches. Um, when I first came in, coaches really didn't wear headphones. They just went, uh, hey, pickles. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't do all the things they do, the analytics and technology. Sometimes that that's a deterrent and instead of a help. Yeah. So that's the thing. And um, are you afraid But they are getting I mean, younger you and younger. It? Yeah. Do you yeah. think it'll go? Saw, it'll turn back to the old school way where it's, you know, maybe getting some more experience and. I don't think so. I think I think that a lot of they can control younger coaches more than okay. older coaches, and I think it is going that direction for that reason. And a lot of these younger coaches are doing a good job. You look at what's happening in San Francisco yeah. with the defensive coordinator. Uh, today I read about New England uh, going to. I have a Gerald Mayo, a new contract. You don't yeah. want to keep your young talent. You develop it. You don't want it to leave. Yeah. They may be grooming him for the head coaching job. That's possibility. That's possibility. Bill Belichick can't go forever. He at least got 20 more years, but. <laughs> yeah, he's 71. And <laughs> also, right. did you read also in that same article that the Patriots are now, air quote, looking for an offensive coordinator. So who do you think is going to be? Bill O'Brien, probably. Yeah. And I was mentioning this on the program, Jim, before you got on here, that I watched that documentary. I don't know if you've seen it with Bill, o Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Nick Saban was really irritated when Kirby Smart, he didn't call him out by name, took all these assistants there over to uh, uh, Georgia with him. This was just yeah. about two years ago. So I'm thinking, I wonder mm -hmm. if Bill uh, Bill Belichick's like, man, I really do need Bill back, but I know Nick might get ticked. <laughs> He's got to get him oh, an well. offensive coordinator first. Yeah, oh, well, it's hey, it's the nature of the beast. It's the nature <laughs> of the beast. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you about, you watch every game. Now, Dak Prescott, man, I looked this up. I listened to a lot of the national media people uh, talk about Prescott's interceptions this year, and I didn't realize – He's got 15 interceptions, the most of his career. You know, he's only played 12 games. What do you think? You think it's just because they're trying to be more aggressive, or do you think maybe he's losing a step? What, what is that? No, I think that you got to remember one year, Brett Favre had 29 interceptions. Did you yeah, hear me? 29. And that's just and the they way never quarterbacks are. No. Yeah. And I think, and I'm, 
upset on some of the interceptions because he's staring the receivers down. But the receivers yeah. have got to do a better job, too, of helping them because some of those uh, interceptions wasn't his fault. They bounced off of receivers, and they bounced right into the defender's hand and those yeah. things. But uh, I think that, you know, he's got to be smarter with the ball and where he goes. Like uh, last week against uh, Washington, he threw to uh, yeah. Noah Brown twice. The, the defender dropped it the first time but he caught it the second time for a touchdown, things like that. Mm, I saw that, yeah. yeah and then City Lamb was wide open. Yeah. He was, man. He was. You know, mm. I, I think this team – now, this is just my opinion. Let me ask yours. It seems like this may be – this group, the last two years, they may, may be the most talented group post your group, post with Jimmy Johnson – I know Tony Romo has some pretty talented teams there with T.O. Do you think that is, and uh, or do you think maybe that's an overstatement? I think it's a little bit of an overstatement because they haven't won enough. I, I mean, in the regular season, yes. Yeah. They back-to-back 12-win seasons, but in the playoffs. When you develop championship teams, you got to win in the playoffs before you start looking at them as teams that uh, from the past – and that's the thing they haven't done. They got to win this week. They must prove there. And they got to win more than one playoff game, which is going to be difficult. It's yeah. going to be difficult because of the way things are in the nature of the beast. So they're going to have to win games. And they can do it if they play to their the level they need to. Did those Parcells win, teams win any playoff games? No. You remember uh, they had a chance to win it in Seattle. And that was the um, – Romo was the – He messed the fumble up, didn't he? Yeah, the holder, yeah. He was. So older. you think those teams are better, though? No. Wade Phillips and all that? No, I don't. I really don't. I think they had talent, but yeah. they didn't play. When it, it's, it's All the regular season really is is positioning yourself for the playoffs. Yeah. And that's what they're not – Then, And when you position yourself, you got to go up. They should beat Tampa. But will they beat them? I don't know. But they should. They got more talent at this point than Tampa. But Tampa has Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, you know man. Yeah, I'll tell you, Brady. Brady is a uh, he's something. Now, what what is your take on? It seems like Dallas is just totally flat sometimes, and that's what scares you. Yeah. But here's an interesting stat, Robert. When they yeah. lose games. They come back and win four in a row after after a loss. If you yeah. look at the losses, they've come back and won four in a row. If they did that this year uh, time, they'd be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not saying they are, but they have done that. And they've beaten some good teams. They obviously beaten the Philadelphia's. They beaten um, some of the better teams in the league, other than Tampa Bay. But they've beaten uh, some really quality teams. They're gonna have to go play. Yeah. And they got to play well on grass. They got to play well on grass. Oh, they don't play well on grass? No, they've only won one this year on grass, and that was against Tennessee. They lost to. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We had it. They lost. Back yeah. Up. They lost to Jacksonville. They lost to Green Bay. And last week, they lost to Washington. That, that's, see, that's why I wanted to bring you on. That that's I never thought about that, man. Yeah. Pickles thinks he may be playing hurt. 
you know what? I I wouldn't be shocked. Pickles, see, Pickles knows. Pickles, my guy. <laughs> but if you notice, he does throw a lot of overthrown balls, and the yeah. deep balls are not accurate. So I wonder. I wonder if that uh, hand is still bothering him, and that is a good question. Mm. You know, so throughout your career playing with the Cowboys or whatever, could you tell, like during practice coming up on a Thursday or Friday? He's like, man, I don't know if we're going to be ready this way. Or how can you – could you ever tell that your team was going to be flat early? You could. Um, a great example was an interesting thing is everybody talks about the uh, brass balls game yeah. with um, San Francisco in the uh, championship game, which was in Dallas. And we were flat that whole week. That's why Jimmy did that. He went to this – and he wanted to get us motor. He had to find something – to fire us up. Yeah. And he did that on purpose because he felt we didn't have the best practices that we uh, could have had. So he needed something. He had to get inside our psyche, and he did, and he did, and we played well. But that's the thing. You can tell. And now they're saying they're having the best practices they have. And yeah. normally when you go into the playoffs, you better be having the best practices of the year. <laughs> hey, uh, okay, Dan Quinn, uh, defensive coordinator has been mentioned also for head coaching jobs. You know something? Ah, to the, as a you know, he goes to the Super Bowl the second year with Atlanta. Wrote these notes down here. Then they go ten and six. Remember, they lost Cal Shanahan after yeah. the Super Bowl year. Then yeah. they go ten and six. Then he's seven nine seven and nine zero and five fired. What is the deal? Jerry Jones act like he loves him. Uh, what's your thing? Is Dan Quinn really head coach of material, or do you think maybe he's just a, a coordinator that's really good? Well, obviously, if he does become a head coach again, we know that he, he does very well on defense and he'll you know, surround himself with good defensive coaches. The thing he has to do is find an offensive coach, like you mentioned, a Kyle Shanahan type yeah. or uh, a Garrett Riley or somebody like that that's very innovative on offense. He's not going to be able to take over offense. He's going to be a manager. He's going to be similar to what Mike McCarthy does. He's yeah. going to be a manager. He's like a baseball manager, mm. and that's what he's going to be like, and he'll do a good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he is one of these guys like a North Turner or – Dick LeBeau from Pittsburgh, where he's just yeah, a good coordinator. Or Fangio. And if that's a possibility. Yeah. There's a lot of um, – right now, McDaniels up with the Raiders is like that. He's a great – It's starting player. to look that way, isn't it? Yeah. Josh McDaniels. But uh, as a head coach, it's different. You got to manage not just offense, not just defense. You got to manage special teams. You got to manage personalities, too. And yeah. the great ones know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Monday night. If Dallas loses, do you expect anything to happen with McCarthy? No. I think uh, the coordinators would be under more pressure than McCartney. Jerry okay. likes it. Here's the thing you got to remember about Jerry. Jerry's dealt with, uh, and some negative, some positive, with alpha males, as there, with Parcells. And he does not want another Parcells. Yeah. He does not want that kind of personality. 
because the Sean Payton stuff is way overblown. Sean worked. I worked with Sean at the Cowboys. Yeah. You think Sean's bucking for that job? You think he's thinking about it? No, he's not. Because, and that's not the reason why is that Jerry likes the limelight. Let's be honest. Yeah. And he wants to be the biggest show in town. And (laughs) you have to really let him do that. And um, I think Sean has other options that fit him because he can build it from scratch. Say if he goes to a place like uh, Arizona, he could do that. Or And they have some um, capital. They're going to have to give up a lot to get him, to get uh, Sean Payton, but – or um, he get, if he wants a more experienced quarterback, he can go to Denver with Russell Wilson. Maybe he can turn him around. Drew Brees wasn't a – he got Drew Brees from San Diego, so he's done that before. I kind of like him in Carolina. Good defense. Yeah. And I bet you he could do some good things with uh, Sam Darnold. I like what Sam Darnold had done at the end of the year. Man. Yeah, they would have to probably give up a first-round pick in division. They will hit them yeah. hard, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the problem. That is true, too. So it's probably looking more like it's out of division. And I don't think the Rams are probably going to – something's going to happen with McVay. But I don't think the Rams – first of all, they don't have the capital no. to get him. And the next thing is is they're in cap salaries. They're caps. I mean, they're – I mean, it's terrible. It sounds like a rebuild. I think Aaron Donald may retire. Yeah, yeah. And McVay retires. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. going to be a difficult job because you're going to have to do a lot. And when are they going to have a first rounder again? Right. Next year, 24. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think uh, because, yeah, <laughs> Pickles was talking about just Sean Payton and Justin Herbert. He'd love that. And yeah. it would be. Uh, I think they work. may fire Brandon Staley. I don't. You don't? Nope. Marty Schottenheimer, 2006. Remember that? Yeah. 14 and 2. They fired him. Yeah, but I think Staley is going to get another opportunity. Okay. They're going to give him a, you know. And Justin Herbert is a tremendous player. And they did have injuries, and they, they he guided them through a lot of injuries and a lot yeah. of key players. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And, and to the audience, just before you came on here, what was it, eight years with Jason Garrett going back to Dallas? That's right. So, He's got a lot of patience, and yeah. and you're right. It's the alpha male thing. Hey, when's the last yeah. time we talked to Jerry Jones? I'll talk to him tomorrow. I'm going over to watch their practice tomorrow. So I'll talk oh to wow, him. I haven't talked to him in a couple months, but we're talking. Man, you think he'll come on a podcast? Is he, he's not too good for a podcast. No, nah. now he's got his own show. It's got to be a radio show only. Don't yeah, it? he's got his radio show. <laughs> I hear it. I know he comes on every Tuesday, don't he? Yeah, every Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I've got Jimmy Johnson's book. I may try to get. Do you? It's know a good book. Name? I I listen to the whole book. I. Oh, you got it on audio. In the morning, yeah. I get yeah. up there and I got it on audio and listen to it on my workouts. Yeah, I'm reading it, man. Um, he talks. And you said brass balls. That makes me think about that. That's part of his title. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I'd, uh, do you know this Dave Hyde guy? No, I don't. Okay. No, no. That's probably some sports writer that, you know, uh, helped write the book. I may try to get a hold of him through that guy to bring him on the program. And yeah, that would be good. Do it, but. but I don't know him yet, but yeah. that would be a good one to have on there. Yeah, to hear about it. 
So, okay, who wins? Who wins Monday night? What's going to happen? And your what? What do you? How do you think this is going to play out? I think the Cowboys will win something like 20 to 17, 2016. And okay. I think it's going to be a nail biter until the last play because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I don't care if he's 40 something years old, he is Tom Brady. And they didn't play Mike Evans last week. So, and they'll have Vita Bay. And they, I was reading an article where their center might play next week. The starting oh, center. oh, Jensen? Jensen, yeah. There's a wow. possibility. I knew he was back off of uh, – see, Tristan Wirfs, he's been back about three weeks. Yes. And you could tell, Jim, that's a piece of big difference. I don't think they're there without Wirfs coming back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. They've been struggling all for this year for whatever reason. I think their running game is what's hurting them, not their passing game. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, what's I'm leaning Tampa, Tampa, man. But yeah, hey, but go the Cowboys, either way. Yeah, the Cowboys have got to run the ball and have some yeah. effective running the ball. Bickle says, must run the ball. Is Tony Pollard, have you heard anything about him? Is he going to be okay? This is die. He didn't look good last week, and they didn't look good either, He, him or Z. Yeah. But I, I know he's been dealing with an injury. Yeah, thigh injury. Okay. But, yeah, but this is the time everybody's sore. Some Everybody's got something wrong with them. You guys just suck it up and go. Because you only got so many games. You got three games to get to the championship. I mean, to the Super Bowl, excuse me. Yeah. And that's yeah, on paper, this team looks great. I mean, they they did beat – they had some quality wins. I mean, they yeah. did beat the first team, Philadelphia. Yeah, they beat both Super Bowl contenders last year. Or we're in the Super Bowl in Cincinnati and the Rams. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, they, they beat them. And, of course uh, – you know, nobody beat Minnesota up there other than Dallas in Minnesota this yep. year. So they beat pretty good. You know, they got humiliated last week. A lot of criticism. They're going to come out like a house of fire, man. Oh, yeah. Be they better. They're better. I'll, I'll have a, on um, the Sunday show, I have a little bit more insight into because I'm going to watch them and see oh, how. They, you're, are you going to the game? No, I'm going to the practice tomorrow. Oh, okay. Do they well, do they invite I mean, you to some of their playoff games on the road? No, and at home they do, but not in on the road. And you don't want to fool with it, anyways. Nah, <laughs> nah. Honestly, I don't. Because you work in health insurance, right? Yes, yes, yes. Unless yeah, they're buying a tassel in it. Yeah. yeah. All Unless right. they're buying policies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim, I appreciate it. Hey, hey uh, I will pleasure, see you Robert. hopefully uh, Sunday, right? Yes, we'll see me. You'll see me Sunday. Hey, man, thanks again, and uh, good luck. I, I know you pulled it for right. him. It'll be great. Yeah. Tell my man Pickles, keep it up. Pickles makes our <laughs> Sunday's fun. All right. All right, Talk buddy. We'll see you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. If you like the show, share the show. Uh, coming up towards the end, I'll be back on tomorrow. Uh, same time, same place with the Matt New Yorker. We'll be talking all these playoff games. We'll break them down. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for watching.